We're rolling. Welcome to the House Dudes Podcast, where we invite you to follow us on our journey towards financial freedom using the power of real estate. I'm Jack Haas. And I'm Josh Koth. Here at House Dudes, we believe in a couple key principles. Number one, the best way to retain information is by teaching it to others. And number two, a rising tide lifts all boats. We're not competitors, we're a community. So let's get into some real estate investing. This episode is brought to you by Yellow Letter HQ. Head over to bit.ly slash yellow letter HD for fast, affordable, direct to seller marketing. Tired of real estate marketing campaigns that don't get results? Yellow Letter HQ is one of the most competitive direct mail campaigns that can save your budget and your sanity. They deliver a fast campaign turnaround that gets your phone ringing. Check out their services at bit.ly slash yellow letter HD. Well, if everybody has been following this show for a while, uh, most of you probably know Jason Criddle. Uh, Jason and I had a really great conversation not too long ago regarding his company, Smarter Holdings. And if you want more information regarding Jason, I like to give people your contact information right up front, Jason, because uh, and pepper it through the episode because uh, just throwing it at the end is, doesn't cut it anymore. We need to make sure people can find you. So head right. over to jasoncriddle.com and you'll find those links again in the show notes. But I got to give Jason a lot of credit because there's a lot of mindset that uh, we've chatted about before, Jason. And this time you have something that's pretty interesting and it, it's all around. You've you got a new book coming out called Follow the Need and mm-hmm. talking about pivoting and and taking, I shouldn't say taking advantage of the situation, but adapting your business to the current environment. Let's let's dive right in there and start off talking about a little bit about what you're doing and how this could possibly impact our listeners. Jack, I was walking in some Walmart. Uh, this happened two weeks ago. I was walking in some Walmart and there was a lady with her child standing outside begging. Now, whenever I say that, everybody that's listening to it, we all compartmentalize those words and we think about the time that we were about to walk into a store and somebody was begging us for money, right? Mm -hmm. This lady was begging for a mask so she could go in and pick up a prescription for her child. Wow. Hmm. Wow. Eye-opening. This is a new problem. This is a not, this is, you know, whenever COVID happened, we got in, we talked about how people could invest in uh, alternative markets. But all of a sudden I had this epiphany, like people beg for money, people beg for water, people beg for food. I've never seen anybody beg for a mask before. How many times have you left your house and forgot your cell phone? How many times have you left your house and forgot your wallet? Could you imagine leaving a mask and needing to go and pick up a prescription in a store does not let you inside? I mean, (laughs) you know, (laughs) that's the kind. And so I went back to my car because I always carry extra masks in my car. I went back to my car, got a mask, gave it to the lady, didn't think anything about it, went inside. And I was thinking to myself, man, Walmart needs to sell masks at the door. And then boom, it was like a, like lightning just hit. And I started thinking about Smarter Commerce, our software company, and how 
we've been connected to apps and websites for so many years, but now we have our own little credit card readers that are coming out in the market. And I was sitting there thinking like, man, somebody could stand by the door with our credit card reader and they could just take, you know, a dollar per mask very, very easily. And then I was like, man, wouldn't it be really cool if you were supplying the mask to them and then cross and then we're, we're also getting the credit card transaction. So I started looking into buying masks from overseas and basically flipping them. Mm -hmm. um, got my pricing down, but we're looking at a, a seven times return if we can flip masks uh, at a retail price. And then I thought to myself, well, what if we manufacture them? What if we started our own mask manufacturing plant right here in the good old US of A? Not only would it be cool because we'd be manufacturing this in the USA, it would, but it would also have that made in the USA stamp on it and we could get masks cheaper. And we found out by doing this, we were looking at a four times return then we were looking at seven times return. Now we're looking at like a 50 times return on each mask. Gears are still rolling, mm -hmm. you know? So we go ahead and we put all of this information in an affiliate app, one of our smarter apps. Anybody in the world can download Smarter Marketing. Anybody in the world can buy one of our affiliate apps. Anybody in the world can put whatever product that they want on these affiliate apps and sell it. Well, we put this product on an affiliate app and Jack, in less than a month, we're making almost $120,000 a month worth of revenue. What? All because of the software. Mm -hmm. And so whenever we were talking about pivot, you know, I, I thought of it. I was like, is this a pivot or is this a case study into what our software is really capable of? Because we have people out there using smarter commerce. We have people out there using smarter marketing and Smartify. But we were like, why don't we, we have these three software products that we sell, 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 and tell people that they need to use. Let's build a company out of these three products and see what we can do with it. And all of a sudden, we have a million dollar company in, in less than 30 days. And so one of the reasons why I want to talk to you, man, is not just because somebody can download the express delivery, uh, sorry, the express mass delivery app. Whenever they download the express mass delivery app, you're going to put in the referral code Jack. That is going to give you access to some promos and bonuses and stuff that you wouldn't normally get access to because Jack Haas is the man. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but not only do we have these masks and, thermal imaging, safety equipment, and everything. But we are also selling vending machines, mask and hand sanitizer vending machines that run with Smarter Commerce. And that's where you came in, Jack, because you have a whole bunch of real estate investors listening to this show. And last time, we talked about them investing in software and software companies. We're still a software company. We're still very much a software company. But now since we got into manufacturing and now since we're doing this as a need for the U.S., it, it can be huge. It can be huge for anybody who wants to get involved. It's just an affiliate. It can be huge for anybody who signs up for the app and wants to sell a vending machine or we have partner programs inside the app. 
And uh, I'll, I'll let you talk after I finish this last thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just had a meeting with a guy that's coming on as a VP in one of our companies. And we were talking about express mass delivery. And I was telling him how I came across a company um, just a couple of days ago that has a little bit of this thermal imaging equipment that we're going to be selling. And they're selling it for basically 10 to 15 times the price that it should be being sold for. And I was just telling Rodney, um, they're doing it because they're trying to make money. They're not doing it because they're trying to build a business. They're not doing it because they're actually trying to help people. You know what I mean? They see this as an opportunity to make as much money as they can. The reason why we are have lower margins, the reason why we're not charging 10 or 20 times, the reason why we're trying to get masks to people's doors cheaper than they can get at Walmart or Sam's or anything like that is because we're actually trying to help. And so whenever you are doing that pivot, it doesn't matter what that pivot is for or what that new direction is that you're going to, just make sure you're doing it for the right reasons, the right causes, having the right value behind it. I saw a lady begging for a mask and I came up with a solution. What I did not see is a whole bunch of people that are begging and clawing at masks and I started charging them 10 or 20 or 50 times what they needed to be charged just to make a dime at that. So that's very important, you know, in, in the, in the whole pivot conversation. Yeah, no, this is, this is awesome. And I think what we really need to focus on there is that a lot of these real estate investors, including myself, we, we might have some multifamily apartments and we might be selling in that those apartments. We might have a vending machine today that we're selling candy bars or laundry detergent or something. So what you're actually bringing to the table is an opportunity for them to make a little extra because right now we're trying as, as landlords, every penny counts because we have people that we're trying to support right now because they're not making, they're not making their rent payments or they're not. Right. Um, so a- any way we can uh, not only help them, but make a little extra co- money to try to subsidize those type of activities is, is definitely worthwhile. Yes. Yes. You know, and I was telling you before we started recording my, my apartment complex that I live in right now uh, is actually one of our first customers. Not only did, uh, not only did they purchase a few vending machines from us, but we need to remember that all smarter software has our proprietary affiliate program in it. So basically Jack, Anybody can go to the app store and they can download Express Mass Delivery. It's the app for iOS or Android. They'll download Express Mass Delivery and then they're going to put in the referral code Jack. Once they get inside, it's going to prompt them. They're going to put in the referral code Jack. Well, at that point, they have their own referral code. They, it's going to be a few digits. They can edit it right there in the app and they can call it Jill. Well. Our apartment complex sent one email with a graphic with their referral code on it. Okay. You're with me so far? Yep. They downloaded our app. They registered, got their own custom referral code. They sent an email to their tenants telling them about express mass delivery, 
within 48 hours, they had 108 sales that have turned into a little over $800 a month for the apartment complex. $800 per month in 48 hours. That's not a significant amount of money, but that $800 a month could be exactly the amount of money that some landlord listening to this needs right now. Mm -hmm. No, depending on the, depending on the type of property you own, that could be an equivalent to an extra rental unit or maybe even two. Right. Now imagine what's going to happen whenever two months goes by, three months goes by, whenever this apartment complex is not only sending them, sending emails on a regular basis, reminding people about the app, but they're also underneath a management company that has probably hundreds of apartment complexes around the United States. So once we take this case study per se, we take it to the apartment management company and then they have all of their other properties start. Well, depending on how many properties they have, the math is, it's just fun to think about. Mm -hmm. So, you know, one of the, one of the neat things is, is, is actually you're now selling those vending machines that mm -hmm. I, I think, well, you know, we've, we, you and I have talked quite a bit about your platform and, and the amount of work and mindset that had to have been associated with this. But it's miraculous how quickly you were able to um, follow the need in this situation and get this up and running. I mean, it was a relatively short amount of time. Less than a week, but it is only because we have our software. Right. And that's, and that's one of the things that I've always tried to, uh, I guess, sell to people, try to really make them understand when they're investing in our software is you can put whatever products or services that you want on here and put in very little effort to create your own sales team. And that's the power of the software. It's like as business owners, we go out there and we do everything on our own, but anytime we can compound our time, then all of a sudden we're going to, you know, a bit, of course be able to make more money. And so within a very short amount of time from, from the time we built the very first thing that we built was the logo, the graphics to tell everybody what we're doing. We sent that out to investors. We got attention. The next thing that we did is we sent out, uh, we, we built our website. We sent that out to our mailing list that started orders and then we came out with our app the app just launched like three or four days ago and so uh or sorry sorry not what, what's today friday it launched last friday so it launched about a week ago uh, six or seven days and so all of these things were able to happen so quickly just because we had access to the software mm -hmm. and one of the things that i talked about on your show last time we were here is anybody that invests in our software automatically becomes a partner for our company and they have access to all this software for free. So, you know, even if it's not masks or vending machines, if somebody's listening to this and they have that product or service that they've been thinking about getting out there and selling, they really should look at this as a testament to what our software is capable of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and you were, you mentioned early on too, that what's also really interesting is that your platform not only has been, feeding uh, cell phones and tablets and whatever. Now you're, 
now you're dealing with vending machines. I mean, that's, that, that alone is the power and flexibility of your platform. Yes, yes. You know, um, whenever we first started Smarter, it was really just us going into businesses and trying to get them to buy a, a credit card swiper from another company. Mm-hmm. And, and I realized this was back in 2013, 2014. I realized, man, it's very difficult to get people to buy these credit card swipers because everybody else is out there doing it. I believe Square had just come out as this $10 option. And so I was like, we're not going to make any money by (laughs) trying to sell this stuff. We need to get this stuff hooked up to apps and websites. And so that was the very first thing we did is we created, we turned our software into an API that somebody could hook up to a website to process a transaction. And then we built, started building our own proprietary software, uh, front end platforms that had our merchant engine in the background. And now we're in vending machines. And the reason why that's so cool is because in order, and you're a software guy, so we had to build a complete SD, uh, SDK catalog for our apps, mm-hmm. which means now we can be in stores. Mm-hmm. Now we can be in gas stations. So we went from, at, we went from websites to apps, and then because of this change that's happened in the last couple of weeks, we are now in the physical world. That's huge, huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is just quite the, quite the event here. And this, I mean, talking about following that need, I mean, it really is a testament to your mindset and following. I mean, it's, it's always cool to see one little thing, well, in the grand scheme of things, one thing to uh, that triggers this type of idea. And I think what is a testament to you, Jason, is the fact that you didn't just think about it and let this opportunity pass you by. You actually took some action, did some, did some uh, research and ran with it. And uh, that's, that's a mindset that's hard to come by. That's the part that everybody misses, Jack. That right there is the part that everybody misses. I get people message me on LinkedIn, email. People tell me that they read a book. They heard me on Jack Haas' show. I mean, I get people get in touch with me all the time that have some really, really super awesome idea for some kind of company. Well, the idea doesn't matter. What matters is how you execute on that idea. I have seen a person take eight years to sell socks. I have seen people take five years to write books. I have seen people uh, talk about companies, ideas, um, different inventions, different websites, apps. They talk and 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 nothing ever happens. In the last couple of weeks since this happened, I have written a 26,000 page book. I have sourced all of my materials. I have started the production of a manufacturing plant here in the United States. Oh my gosh. It's what, but, but it's because of action, right? Mm -hmm. And whenever I started this path a few weeks ago, 
I wasn't a professional in manufacturing. I had no idea what I was doing, but what I did is I saw a need. I took what I had available to me at the time and I started rolling with it. Now somebody's going to be like, well, he's lucky because he had a software company. Well, what they didn't see is the last five years of, you know, fighting homelessness and starving and struggling and going through all of this mm-hmm. in order to build up this company. They might see the, the success, but what they don't see is what they're afraid of seeing, which is the work that goes into it. Somebody asked me on Quora the other day, give me five steps to building a successful brand. I said, step one, keep working. Step two, keep working. Step three, keep working. Step four, keep working. Step five, keep working. Because every entrepreneur gets really motivated about some new idea. Well, reality is not motivating. The real world is not motivating. The things that we have to go through from the time we wake up in the morning to the time we go to bed at night are more than likely boring and we don't want to go through them. That's when the work needs to be put in. Mm. How are you spending your time? Are you getting off work and going home and propping up your feet and drinking a beer? Or are you working, working, working on this thing, working as smart and as fast as you can figuring out what doesn't work figuring out what does work and taking what does work and moving with it moving forward with it though only reason why i was able to come up with the content and the product descriptions and the fine print and the terms and conditions all these are very real things but the only reason why i was able to come up with it so fast is because I do it all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't talk to people about doing it. I just do it. Yeah. No, that that is just that's just awesome. You know, I I can't I can't emphasize that piece of the business enough. It, you know, any business that you get in, it's that persi- persistent consistent behavior associated with taking action. You know, you have right. to take that action and not stop um, a lot of people. And then what I also want to focus on for a minute, Jason, is that I, I bet you took a minute, jotted some thoughts down, created your target, and then create, you know, took that action that uh, was going to pay off quickly. A lot of people get distracted by spending too much time focusing on a logo design and not what's going to actually get the business going. Uh, I, I wrote in a book a couple of years ago about how I watched two friends waste $22,000 on a logo design, a website, and an animated commercial. $22,000 in six months, and they never got anywhere. The business is not there. It was just a waste. It was like, what was, what was the point? Like, why did you guys... <laughs> Why did you guys even get started on this? Right. And they are focused on the very wrong things. But I think that humans, we like to seem busy. Your average person likes to post on social media that they're doing things. They go to the gym and they, (laughs) (laughs) you know, they go stand by the mirror and they flex. Well, 
it's really cool that you stood by the mirror and flexed and took a picture of it. But what I wanted to see was 20 minutes of you busting your ass. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all I care about. I don't care about the before. I don't care about the after. I care about the action you're taking now. And if you show me that action you're taking now, then I can tell you what kind of results you're going to have in the next three months, six months, you know, 10 months down the road. And like I said, those are the things that people miss is, is, is taking the actions and taking the right actions. I, I have a Forbes article out there. I can't remember the name of the Forbes article, but if someone were to Google Jason Criddle Forbes, then they're going to see all the articles come up that I wrote on Forbes. And I, in one of them, I'm talking about a chiropractor that I knew. Um, he, he and his wife were in business for a long time. They were struggling for a long time. They spent a long time doing the wrong thing. So they tried a new marketing program to get people into their new office. They would get in the car, they would drive to grocery stores, gyms, and apartment complexes, and they would give free massages to people in order to hand them business cards and talk about their business. Seems like a really good idea. And after a year, they brought in zero customers by doing it. Now, you would think that they would have realized after a week that it wasn't working, Mm -hmm. but it took them a year. And so... In that year, the people that were showing up to the office, well, there was nobody there to serve them because they were out at grocery stores massaging people. Two, they didn't sell massages. <laughs> they right. sold chiropractic adjustments. It's like you're trying to sell houses and you're giving people free Dr. Pepper. Hey, man, you like that Dr. Pepper? You want to buy the house now? <laughs> what? That doesn't make any sense. So anyway, so we, we sat down and we figured out where are your customers coming from? Well, all of their customers were coming from a massage therapist, one massage therapist that was sending her clients to them. So we put together a list, hundreds, every massage therapist that we could find on Google within, I think, 15 or 20 miles of their office location. We sat down and we started making cold calls within weeks they had outbooked their year they were opening up more offices around the united states i gotta get in touch with that guy man this is like seven or eight years ago i remember whenever he opened up an office out of town somewhere and he moved and so they spent this year doing the wrong thing i spoke with them for 10 minutes and within the next 30 to 60 days they had more business than they could possibly handle So it's not just about the work, work, work. It's about working on the right thing. You know, especially using a smarter app. Well, that allows you to scale your sales because Mm -hmm. anytime somebody's trying to sell a new product or service, well, if they're one person knocking on doors, then they're only going to get so far. But the faster you can turn that into 10 people or 100 people or 1,000 people, the faster you can make those sales. And so... We got to work. We got to take the action right away, but we also have to make sure we are directing it. I almost want to call it focused decisions. You have to make very focused decisions with the end in mind at all time. 
the end in my mind at all time is I want to build the biggest, most profitable software company the world has ever seen. That has been the end in my mind since day one when we had nothing. It's been the end in my mind up until now. And whenever I came up with Express Mass Delivery, I said, Jason, we're going to be the biggest mass manufacturer in the United States. And then I hit myself and I'm like, wait, wait, we're going to be the biggest and most profitable <laughs> because you could be the biggest and broke, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so when you have that end in mind, then you make decisions differently. Mm -hmm. So one of the mindset things that I think I, I, I want to explore just for a minute, Jason, is that you started off trying to source these masks, for example, and everybody would instinctively try to look at, I don't know, a lot of people jump to AliExpress or something. You know, they're trying to import right. them in a, in a variety of ways because we have a mindset that doing so is the cheapest way we're going to get it done. But you, you did that, but you found it better and cheaper to do it right here in the United States. Like, what, what did that look like? Well, one of the things that I was thinking is, you know, back in June, I believe it was, there was a whole bunch of stuff going on with the FDA because somebody had imported a whole bunch of KN95 masks that were using the wrong material. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so then the FDA started putting regulations on everything. I have a buddy, uh, who's, uh, he's a, he's a manufacturer, uh, what is it, a frontline manufacturing engineer, something like that. Um, anyway, he lives in China and he's the one, he's one of the guys that's been giving me a lot of help and a lot of information. And he told me about how, when all this stuff happened during COVID, there were about 200 mask manufacturers in China and now they're down to 20 because their government did a really good job at going in and shutting down all the people that were manufacturing bad crap, which is great. That's awesome. But it still has that, that thing that not made in the United States smell to it. Mm -hmm. that people don't necessarily like, you know? And so all of the masks that people are buying in the stores, whenever people go to Walmart, Sam's, Costco, CVS, anything, they're buying masks that are being uh, made in China. They're being made in India. They're being made somewhere else. They are being purchased by somebody like you described that's just going on the internet, buying these things, and turning around and flipping them to stores. Mm -hmm. They are not being made by Americans that don't have jobs right now. I don't know if y'all remember that 50 million of us got laid off, but don't we need jobs here? You know, don't mm -hmm. we need to, aren't we supposed to be bringing manufacturing back here? Well, why are y'all buying masks overseas and bringing them here? We all have the opportunity to do what I'm doing. And so that's where it really started is if I can control the price, then I can control distribution. I can control how it gets out there. I have the ability to sell retail, bulk, wholesale prices. I have so many more options. 
And one of the very first things that I thought to myself whenever I saw that lady standing outside Walmart is, man, she needs a mask. Her kid needs a mask. This is really, really simple. And so, you know, since my daughter and I have our kids publishing company, since I have always done everything in my power that I can for kids, for that next generation, teaching that next generation of entrepreneurs, then I decided that for every mask we sell what's up brother i decided that for every mask we sell we're giving a mask to a kid we're donating masks to schools and so every single time we have a bulk amount to give then we're donating and we're donating one for one for every mask that gets purchased from us we're giving a mask to a kid there is no way jack that i would have been able to do that sourcing them Mm -hmm. And you know what I mean? And buying, right. I could have been buying them at wholesale. I could have been buying them as cheap as I want to, but the only way to get that price low enough would be to manufacture here. So over the course of the next year or so, I can very easily see it bringing on 200 to 250 jobs right here in Dallas. Um, as it starts to grow, there's no telling how it can go, but the reason why I decided that we were going to make masks right here in America is because I'm an American. I'm an American. We can. And somewhere along the way, we sold our American dream to other countries. And now, while all these other countries are enjoying the American dream, America is just kind of becoming like, a, like the, the cheap labor of the rest of the world. And that's this thing that I don't want to see happen. I want to see America leading science and technology, innovation, software, the medical field. Like, we're Americans, man. I'm walking outside my apartment complex. I don't care who inside here hears me go, we're Americans, because they're American. This is what we do. I shouldn't be on your show for doing something like this and it being called significant. We all have the ability to do these things, Jack. All of us do, man. And maybe listening to this will get somebody off their ass to do it. Yeah, I, I can't. I, I know you've, you've almost left me speechless, Jason. I'm going to, I don't think we could end this any better way than your sentiment right then, right there. Uh, while we were while we were on the podcast, I did download the app. It's on my phone right now. Sweet. I'm uh, I'm ready, and and uh, it's it, this this is always such a a, a pleasure to chat with you. I want to make sure everybody heads over to your Android app store, your Apple app store, download that Express Mask Delivery. Use that code Jack to uh, get your your the promotion there um and uh i want to make sure they head over to jason criddle criddle is spelled c-r-i-d-d-l-e.com for some more information definitely keep an eye out for your new book that's coming out follow the need um yes boy uh, always always a pleasure to chat with you jason i hope we can do it again very soon and I will definitely make sure to include all of the links. 
But is there anything else we probably should have talked about? Yeah, yeah, that I man. Didn't ask? Hey, hey, man, we spent all this time talking about the actions that I'm taking. And the last time I talked to you, you were going to be starting a new podcast platform. I think you haven't started it yet, my friend. <laughs> so, so why you're going to you put spend... me on the spot? Yeah, I'm going to put you on the spot because I'm giving you a plug, man. Why don't you take the next 30 seconds or 60 seconds and talk about what that new podcast is going to be about? Because I'm going to be on there with you all the time, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Well, no, you, you, you're you going to put me on the spot, and it's probably the kick in the butt I'm going to need. Uh, I already have the domain. It's 10k.tv. Uh, primarily going to be a YouTube channel, but podcast as well. And we are going to focus on mindset and talk to some industry leaders across different industries and get a variety of perspectives on some things. Um, and I think everybody got kind of a taste of what that type of show is going to be like with you here today. So I really appreciate that. I appreciate that too, man. I'm going to be on 10K TV. I want to be the first guest, man. So you absolutely will be. Um, so right, I, I appreciate it. And uh, thank you again. I know you have a meeting to run to. And, yep. uh, and I do as well, actually. So I wish I, we could have chatted a little bit longer, but I think we're going to be talking again very soon. Yeah, for sure. Everybody download Express Mass Delivery. Whenever you get registered and you get inside, it's going to say enter a referral code. Enter the referral code Jack. That's going to get you access to any kind of bonus or promotion or any kind of specials or anything that we can have. Uh, and then from that point, you have your own referral code. You can press a little button in there to edit your referral code. You can make that referral code Jill or Nancy or dog lover, or whatever it is, use our app to go make money. Share your referral code, your special link inside your app. Every app has it. You'll get a short code, a QR code, a referral code. Share that code with everybody that you can. Go through your phone and tell them, hey, man, get mass delivered to your door, and you're going to make money from sharing that code. Yeah, just make sure you use the referral code Jack before you do anything else. Yeah, they just got to make sure to put in Jack whenever they get registered, man. That's all. So, no, I appreciate it, man. Uh, and uh, again, I'll make sure every all the links are in the show notes. But we'll catch you soon. All right, my brother. We've put a lot of effort into providing useful content. And if you found value in the show and have any interest in supporting us with a small donation, head over to patreon.com slash house dudes. And if you have any thoughts or questions, shoot us an email at info at housedudes.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at House Dudes. And if you like what you're hearing, head over to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. It really helps other investors out there find the show. And remember, massive positive impact requires massive positive action. We'll see you next time. This episode is brought to you by housedudes.com. Do you have time to actively manage flipping and rentals yourself? If so, go for it. If you live in a market that won't cash flow or don't have the time to do all the work, are you just out of luck? If there was a way to participate more passively, would that appeal to you? I'm sure you have questions about how the process works and what to do next. If that's the case, fill out the form on housedudes.com investors, and we'll reach out to see if you are a good fit for our business. This is first come, first serve, and we will have to stop taking applications when our goals are met. 
See you at housedudes.com slash investors. I don't like to tell a man what to do with his money, but if you ain't investing in property, then you're dumber than a dummy. I'm not dumb. I'm smart. Well, buy property. That's my advice.